are listening to TKO on CFI Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Janon right here on TKO. As you already know here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey y'all, what is happening? As always, I'm just so happy to be here today. I'm kind of sad though because this week, um, you know, it's going to be our last episode new episode before next week because next week if you tune in last week you probably know because next week we are not going to have a brand new episode unfortunately because just like i said before your girl here right here has got to attend to exams university exams but you know what it is though the week after that so in two weeks we are going to be back with brand new material brand new episodes and in the words of french montana we ain't got to worry about nothing after that so yeah so we got summer coming up following the week that we are not going to be having an episode at least for us university students out here you know um at least for a while we get to relax for a little bit and especially for us um, combat sports fans out here we get to relax for a second and um, enjoy the summer fights that have been prepared and um, scheduled to happen fingers crossed throughout the summer so actually <laughs> in regards to that i have quite a few things to talk about today because things might not after all just go the way that we thought they were originally gonna go uh, yeah, I would definitely talk about that in terms of the Triple G and Canelo rematch. I've got some updates, some juicy updates for y'all, but just a warning though, they're not necessarily good warnings. So yeah, especially if you were a huge fan of that fight, that upcoming fight, not so good news coming up for you guys, but okay, you better tune in to figure out what I'm going to say. Yeah, just like I said, today we got a variety of things coming up. We have uh, a few headlines to talk about, a few updates regarding some of the summer fights that are coming up. Um, and of course, guys, okay, so today originally we were scheduled to fully and thoroughly break down the UFC 223 card, okay, which was originally scheduled to be headlined by the fight between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson, but by now you probably know... <laughs> You know, that is not necessarily the case. You know, one of the uh, contenders is actually going to make it. Khabib Nurmagomedov is actually going to make it. But Tony Ferguson, unfortunately not. He has pulled out of the fight. And we will talk about that in thorough detail today. And honestly, okay, first of all, I'm just so grateful that we got this news like before I actually came into the studio because it would have been really, really bad if I actually did give you a breakdown of the Khabib and Tony Ferguson fight. And then you guys actually listen to this. And uh, it turns out, you know, after we actually record this episode, the news just breaks out and then there's a whole new fight and we totally broke down the wrong fight and that would be really embarrassing. So I'm just really grateful that we got this news i mean it's obviously not good news but i'm just grateful that we got this news 
prior to our um, uh, studio booking and prior to my coming into the studio. So I guess that's a good thing. You know, you always have to be optimistic. Look at the bright side, you know, <laughs> even at the uh, even at the darkest times. Uh, just like today, but yeah, so don't worry. Okay, even though I know personally, I was super, super pumped for that Khabib and Tony fights. Unfortunately, it's just not happening, but there is a phenomenal replacement fight for Khabib Nurmagomedov. He's still going to be headlining the UFC 223 card, but now he's going to be fighting Max Holloway. And in regards to that, we're going to be thoroughly breaking down the upcoming fight that Khabib has against Max Holloway. And you better tune in for uh, for that as well. So don't go anywhere. And of course, that is not all. We have a whole fight card stacked with talented talented fighters and phenomenal bouts coming up so not just the main card but there's also some great great um, uh, fights actually on the preliminary card that depending on the time we may or may not be breaking down today but today i mostly want to dedicate our time to breaking down as many fights as we can and yeah to just give you guys a really good uh overview of uh, what to expect on saturday nights and you know whether or not you know if if you might be betting money on some of these fighters so you better tune into this breakdown to you know you could be a sports fan you you're maybe you're just curious to know um what each person might be bringing to the table on fight nights or you just maybe listening to this just to learn about each fighter and their style and whether or not the fighter that you are rooting for and betting money on is going to be winning on Saturday night. So whatever your purpose is, just tune in, man. I swear, I promise you, it's going to be a phenomenal ride today here on TKO. And um, yeah, we're going to be talking about a whole lot of things today on the show. But before I get to the UFC 223 breakdowns, uh, okay, I actually want to give a shout out, a big shout out to Anthony Joshua, the heavyweight champion, the WBO, WBA, IBF IBO champion who defeated Joseph Parker who was the WBO heavyweight champion of the world um, this past Saturday so I just want to give um, Anthony Joshua a big big shout out because now we are for sure we we are certain okay that Anthony Joshua is going to be unifying all of his titles um, with uh, Deontay Wilder's WBC heavyweight title so that is a fight that everybody has been talking about for many many years and finally it is going to be happening but okay we're not exactly sure about the dates but now that Anthony Joshua has um, won another fight so 21 wins um, on his professional career now um, and actually this past Saturday, it was the first time ever that Anthony Joshua, he took the entire fight to the distance and he won through decision for the first time because all of his other fights, all of his other professional fights have been all knockouts. Okay. So this time, okay. Also, in the meanwhile, I just want to give a big shout out to Joseph Parker, too, who fought Anthony Joshua, because that obviously shows that you, you know, as Joseph Parker, you were able to challenge Anthony Joshua to the right extent and um, keep him busy in the fights. And the fact that he, uh, I mean, Joseph Parker was not knocked out and finished himself in this fight against 
such a uh, such a talented guy like Anthony Joshua, a prodigy like Anthony Joshua, that also tells a lot uh, about the persistence and the endurance of Joseph Parker too. So again, shout out to both fighters. And yeah, I cannot wait until the Deontay Walter and Anthony Joshua fight actually does happen. Okay, so we definitely keep you keep you guys updated in regards to that as well. Um, also, okay, so. One more thing before we get to the UFC 223 breakdown. Okay, this is the last thing. So I did tell you guys about the Triple G and Canelo fight, the rematch. Um, on the show, we talked about the fact that Canelo Alvarez had tested positive for a um, banned substance, so a anabolic steroid twice. Um, so two out of the three times that he had been tested, he tested positive twice for that substance and um you guys probably remember <laughs> from the many times that i was nagging about that here on the show because i was telling you guys that you know it's just not fair if the same thing was happening in the world of mixed martial arts then something would have uh, been done about it right away and the fight would have been canceled right away but with all of those um, um speculations and all the pretty much concrete evidence out there uh, Golden Boy Promotions, who uh, officially sponsors Canelo Alvarez, they hadn't really done anything about this fight, and they still let the fights go on. However, we're just informed that Canelo Alvarez is potentially getting a two-year suspension from, uh, I'm not exactly sure, with um, uh, uh, with whatever athletic commission he's actually getting that suspension from, but from, okay, I will, I will tell you guys later, but from a athletic commission, Canelo Alvarez is for sure getting a two-year suspension um, in his uh, professional boxing career. Now, that is good news and bad news. Um, obviously, if you're a Canelo fan, pff, not good. And obviously, if you really did want to see this Triple G and Canelo rematch go down, that uh, that's just the worst thing that can possibly happen. And okay, uh, that's one thing, but at the on the other side, then I feel like justice is kind of served because if they actually did have the fight happen, then what would that actually tell you about the sport of boxing? What would that tell the young kids who are aspiring to be um, future professional boxers, you know? So I feel like, you know, certain things have to be done. Some things just have to be done. And I know as, as the fans, we really just want to see the fight go down sometimes even regardless of the the cleanness of the sport but you know sometimes things have to be done and um yeah you could be a fan of the guy who has actually done the doping but it, you know it is what it is and i'm as mad as you guys about this whole um doping thing about canelo but at least you know some justice is being served but the good news is the, the, the news out there is that even though Canelo might be um, taken out of this fight against Triple G, Triple G is actually still scheduled to fight, but his uh, opponent is yet to be decided. Now, there are some other guys out there who have um, said uh, just um, publicly that they are really, really willing to take this fight against Triple G, given that Canelo actually is um, taken out of this fight. But okay, in regards to that, as we get closer to the fight, to the fight day, which is May 5th, um, I will definitely keep you guys updated on more of the updates that are actually being released. And um, the word is that on April 10th, actually, 
Uh, there's going to be an official statement released by, I think, Golden Boy Promotions and the uh, the alleged athletic commission who has um, sent out this two-year suspension for Canelo. So until then, um, just, I'm just going to keep you guys in suspense with all of that information. And hopefully, you know, things just go down for the better for for the better of the sport of boxing itself and you know you know whatever happens happens i'm just gonna let it be and i hope you guys let it be as well okay anyway and now okay so now let's get get down to business the real business of breaking down juicy juicy fights so finally okay ufc 223 it's gonna be happening uh in brooklyn new york obviously and um you know the new york fight cards are always super exciting because um you guys probably remember it was just i think two years ago that uh mma was just legalized in new york the state of new york and so ever since then the fans have never disappointed in terms of just um uh, selling out entire arenas and just just um cheering for their favorite fighters and whatnot so you know, if you, I know a lot of people listening to this right now are obviously in Canada. So if you can, I mean, I know the fight is only a week away, less than a week away. But if you can, and if you have the money, I feel like it, it, this fight is actually definitely worth it. Just buy the ticket and just go to go across the border and just che- check it out. Because I feel like this fight, yes, even though we did lose the phenomenal headline um, fight, that was um, originally scheduled to happen, Khabib and Tony, you know, we, the rest of the card is still pretty bomb. And um, I feel like everybody still should still buy the pay-per-views. And if you really can, actually do buy the tickets and go watch these fights in person because uh, I feel like it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience if you can. If you can afford it, definitely do it. Okay. Anyway, so, okay, let's look at this fight card. Okay, so just like I said, there's so many phenomenal... Uh, fights on the preliminary card as well. I'm just going to briefly name a few and just pretty much recommend the fights to you guys. So uh, Joe Lozon, the UFC veteran, is actually fighting on the preliminary card. Um, definitely do watch his fight because Joe Lozon, his jiu-jitsu is on point. And he's been doing this for so many years and he's never actually disappointed um, the fans in a fight. So He's the type of guy that uh, that pretty much takes all of his chances to actually win the fight. He's not the type to be cautious in the fight. So that is definitely one distinguishing factor um, in, t- uh, in regards to Joe Lozon. So definitely do watch Joe Lozon's fights. By the way, the preliminary card uh, fights are actually going to be happening on uh, FS1. So yeah, just watch these fights first and then buy the pay-per-view for sure uh, for the 10 p.m. Um, fight card, I guess. Anyway, so moving on. So on the same preliminary card, uh, we have Ray Borg, who recently challenged the flyweight champion, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. And he's actually a really, really talented guy. I feel like he's actually kind of underrated, though, because... Yeah, I mean, before that, if you were an MMA purist, before that uh, Mighty Mouse fight that he actually had, if you were a MMA purist, then you would definitely know what type of a fighter Ray Borg is. But I feel like after that fight, because you guys probably know Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson is a dangerous guy. He's one of a kind. And obviously, whoever you put in front of him, he's definitely going to defeat. So unfortunately, in that case, unfortunately for Ray Borg, um, he was defeated, okay? 
But I feel like he, we definitely need, do need to take into consideration that Ray Borg is a phenomenal boxer. His speed is on point, And there's a reason why he's actually being called the Taz-Mexican devil, okay? Not the Tasmanian devil, but the Taz-Mexican devil because of his speed and uh, his accuracy most of the time. And so, yeah, definitely also do watch this fight uh between Ray Bork and his opponent, Brandon Moreno. Okay, so now moving on. I think this is the last fight for the preliminary card. Okay, so we have Felice Herring and Carolina Kowalkiewicz. Okay, so you guys probably remember Carolina. Carolina fought Joanna Janjajic, uh before Joanna was actually defeated by the current champion, the current strawweight champion, Rose Namajunas. Okay, so this fight, this is actually a pretty important fight. It has pretty important implications because I feel like whoever actually wins this fight is could potentially fight uh, another top contender like um, Jessica Andrade or, uh, gosh, I forget her name, but the Tiny tor- Tornado um, gal, I forget her name, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, they could uh, the winner of this fight will actually get the chance to fight either Jessica Andrade or Tiny Tornado. I'm so sorry, uh, but that's the nickname that I remember. And so whoever wins that fight then will uh, actually probably get a chance for the title, whoever the champion will be at the time, okay? So Carolina Kowalkiewicz, she, oh man, so... When you actually look at her, she doesn't really look super dangerous, but don't let that fool you because her Muay Thai is on point and um, she can pretty much do anything in the cage. And for Felice Herring, she is so tough, super muscular. She has incredible power for her weight, which is 115 pounds, obviously, but she has incredible power and um, you know whatever she she throws out there is actually going to be absorbed by her opponent and um, it's just super dangerous to be in the position of whoever uh, Felice Herring is actually fighting so I mean unlucky for Carolina Kowalkiewicz unfortunately this is the position that she is going to be in on Saturday night but because of that, because both of these ladies are just super talented and super dangerous and at, at the top of their game, pretty much, in the strawweight division in the UFC, I would definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight before you actually get to watch the main card of UFC 223, okay? So, did you get that? Okay. So, Carolina Kowalkiewicz versus Feliz Herring. Okay, now now moving on to the main card, okay? So, pay-per-view obviously. The first fight of this main card of this pay-per-view card is a fight between Al Iquenta and Paul Felder. Now, Paul Felder, we've actually seen him commentate uh, every now and then in the uh, on the ring side, and he's actually a really smart guy in terms of his uh, fighting IQ. He he really does know what he's doing, and I actually do believe that he has a black belt in jiu-jitsu, not Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but the actual legit Japanese jiu-jitsu, which is a phenomenal thing, okay? So he knows all the 
basic stuff and uh, by no by having mastered all of those um, basic skills he obviously knows how to employ them in the, in a fight and for Al and Quanta he's uh, originally from New York so can probably imagine the entire crowd is probably going to go wild for him um, in this fight and so Ali and Quanta he um, he's a brawler you could say because you know you I don't think uh, he's the type of guy that would actually calculate his moves every time he wants to get into the octagon. So he, I feel like he's more of a spontaneous guy and that he just wants to get in there and to just finish his opponent in the most impressive manner and as fast as he can. So that is definitely a really important thing to have, especially as a modern day MMA fighter, because definitely that is what the fans really want. And especially when, if you, if you actually do win in your fights and in the future they want to actually promote your fights they will show highlights of those uh, moments that you have of those um, spurs and those um, just um, spontaneous attacks that you have in your fight so that is definitely a really good thing for Ali Quinta. So in this fight, uh, I feel like if Paul Felder actually does take the fight to the ground, he's definitely going to be successful. But let let that not fool you because Al Iaquenta, he trains with Matt Serra, who used to be a former champion um, at the UFC. And now he has his own uh, very own jiu-jitsu academy. So he, Al Iaquenta actually trains with Matt Serra. And of course, because of that, his wrestling and jiu-jitsu is also important. So that makes things a little bit tougher for Paul Felder. But in this case, I feel like Paul Felder, um, I feel like he can can uh, can be a better fighter because I feel like uh, in terms of the challenges that are going to be um, posed upon him, I feel like he can actually tackle them better using his fighting IQ. But I feel like Al Iaquenta, if he wants to win this fight, he needs to be quick and he needs to go for a finish, uh, potentially a knockout in the beginning uh, moments of the fight because if the fight actually does go to distance, I feel like Paul Felder is going to have a higher chance of being um, successful in terms of um, getting the decision win for himself in this fight. So, yeah, man, there you have that. Um, okay, here's the thing. So, I don't actually want to give out legit predictions because usually <laughs> my predictions aren't always right. But I just want to give you guys a brief breakdown of... Um, each person's style, fighting style, and, um, you know, statistically and just logically, what I think is potentially going to go down now, these things can actually happen, or they may not, because you actually never really know with what, like, mindset each fighter actually does come into the octagon with, or what sort of things that we don't really know about actually happens to each person before they actually walk into the octagon. So these are the... Uh, the the broad like the general ideas that I want to break down and through those ideas I just kind of want to give you guys a brief breakdown of what to expect on fight night so because of that I'm not going to give you a legit prediction of who is actually going to win this fight but you know you get my side of the things and um, you know I just want to give you guys a good breakdown yeah that's all I care about anyway so moving on to the next fights um, on this card. So we have the former uh, lightweight champion Anthony Pettis fighting Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa, okay, his jiu-jitsu is fantastic, and at least in his weight division, okay? And so, um, okay, this fight is going to be a lightweight um, fight. And so 
I say this because this is important because Anthony Pettis actually, even though he was the champion at lightweight, he moved down a weight division to featherweight. He fought a few fights there. He actually challenged um, uh, the champion uh, at featherweight for his title. Unfortunately, he was uh, unsuccessful. And as a result of that, I don't know if it was a complication of, um, you know, trying to lose weight for the featherweight division or whatever it was unfortunately in the beginning he was successful with his fights at featherweight anthony pettis but now he has decided to move back down uh, or move back up rather to lightweight and this time to face michael chiesa who's a dangerous dangerous guy because of his jiu-jitsu because of the challenges that he proposes but i feel like anthony pettis because he has so much experience in this field and because of all of those years of experience i feel like he can actually uh, potentially overcome those challenges uh, uh, posed on him by Michael Chiesa, especially the ones that are going to be posed on him in regards to um, grappling and ground game. I've seen Anthony Pettis get into so much trouble but thankfully, he's been able to get out of all, at least most of his, most of those um, uh, troubles and actually turn the fight around completely in favor of himself. So that's a great thing about Anthony Pettis. But even though I said all of those things, please do not underestimate Michael Chiesa because uh, this guy, because of the fact that you don't actually expect him to go out there and do phenomenal things. That's why he's actually kind of famous in, in the UFC because... He doesn't really look like the guy that would actually go out there and uh, accomplish big things, but that's just the person that he is. He improvises a lot, and you don't really know what to expect with uh, Michael Chiesa because that's just how good of a fighter he is, okay? So because of that, I would definitely recommend everybody to, you know, not go for bathroom breaks for this fight and actually do sit down and watch this fight. So yeah, definitely do watch this fight. Anyway, so the next fight I'm going to skip because I'm not actually too familiar with either one of these guys. So the fight is actually between Hanato Mokano and Calvin Qatar. I'm so sorry. Um, I really, I, I'm not super familiar with the styles, with the fighting styles of either one of these fighters. And I mostly want to skip that fight because we're almost running out of time. And I really do want to talk about the main event and the co-main event of the evening. So now the co-main event of the evening, of course, Rose Nama Yunus fighting against the former champion, Joanna Janjajek. Okay, so <laughs> Joanna Janjajek, we all know her. She is super badass. And her Muay Thai is what makes her so distinguished from other fighters in this weight division, okay? And the fact that she is able to throw so many punches and she's not able to get tired at all or she doesn't get tired at all is what makes her super uh, persistent and she doesn't really get tired. But her weakness, at least from what we've seen so far, is that when she does get tacked with a really accurate punch, um, she just goes down to the canvas. And that's exactly what Rose Namajunas did in the first fight that these two ladies had. And now, could Rose Namajunas actually do it again? Potentially. I mean, you never really know. 
And Rose Namajunas also, I just want to talk about her. She is also super persistent and uh, she's not scared to come out there and to just try whatever she that she has in mind for you. So because of that, I would say we are going to have a really exciting fight for this one. And uh, it's not going to be a fight that both fighters are going to be super cautious with their styles and whatnot. No, this is going to be a fight that both ladies are just going to come out there with, uh, you know, basically put their lives on the line because... They just want to go out there and just do their thing. They're not going to be holding back anything. They're just going to go out there and do it. So because of that, that is going to be a very, very phenomenal fight. So do not miss this fight. And now, unfortunately, because we're running out of time, I can't really talk too much about these fights. But now moving on to the main event of the evening, of course, unfortunately, we're not going to be having Khabib versus Tony Ferguson anymore because Tony Ferguson... He was injured. His LCL is completely torn from the bone. That's how bad his injury is. But now Khabib at least can get a chance to fight at least on Saturday nights against the featherweight champion, Max Holloway. Max Holloway is moving up a weight division to fight Khabib. And whoever wins this fight is going to be a legend pretty much because Khabib, we all know him as a phenomenal wrestler. And for Max Holloway, he has had such a long win streak. And if he actually does win this fight, he's going to be turned into a legit legend. So because of that, definitely do watch this fight. Oh, man, we are running out of time. So definitely, just like I said, do watch UFC 223. And next week, we are not going to be here, unfortunately. But the week after, we are going to be back with brand new material. And until then, my friends, this is TKO. And go to CFRU.ca to catch up with more of our episodes. And yeah, until then, it's your girl Jonan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.